welcome to another episode of 353rd, a podcast covering the impact of the internet on business. This is episode 33, and today is March 29th, 2012. I'm Scott Barstow. And I'm Anders Brownworth. Honors, it's a it's a great day to be alive. the The weather here in Raleigh is just amazing. Yeah, it's uh, gloomy here. I don't know. I don't know what the story is. It's unbelievable. So we wanted to cover on today's show. I've had one of those days where nothing went right, and so I feel like complaining. <laughs> right, so let me let me let me back up for a second. So we were going to talk about education. I know we were. That's uh, right. Some of our listeners are, are eagerly eagerly anticipating that, uh, as as we are as well. I, unfortunately, it's my fault. I we had as a most things guest. are. Yeah, that's true. We had a special guest lined up uh, to talk with us, and I uh, totally dropped the ball and and didn't let him know the time we were recording. And so uh, we will have Dave Wright on next week. Uh, we'll talk about education next week, and uh, and so that's assuming you don't forget again. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't this time. <laughs> I better not. Anyway, so we wanted to do this show. Why don't you take it? Yeah, so we're talking about the evil, some of the evil things in in the world of computing today. There are evil and things. There are evil things, and I just used one about twenty minutes ago, and it's what spurred me on to just righteous anger. You sound like you're on a roll. This is great. Yeah. So hit, I, hit I had to go to a site. And uh, I was, I'm trying to get this WordPress blog spun up and the hosting site, uh, you've got to go and, you know, you put in your username and you put in your thing. And the first time you log in, they ask you, they do, they ask you for, they use CAPTCHA yeah. to uh, verify that you're, that you are in fact a human and not a machine. Right. And the thing about CAPTCHA is it was great when it started, yeah. great, great idea, you know, served a purpose. But now CAPTCHA is so hard to read. Yeah, that it's it's it, every time I see it, I just want to punch the computer because yeah. they've made the, and they've done it. The, the reason that it's harder to read now is that you know people can write scripts that can figure out what the letters are, um, and so uh, I know why they're doing it. But it's just gotten so unbelievably hard at times to read what the letter. And then you got to you know, so you enter it the first time. No, that's not it. And they give you two new words, and you yeah. can't read. You know, you can't, you can't read, read one of them. And then so you get another one. And then eventually they say, "Oh, you must be. Are you a machine?" Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was on, I was trying to get onto Twitter the other day, and I couldn't remember my password. And so I, I keyed it in like once or twice. And then they started throwing up this capture crap um saying and putting little friendly notes are you really a human you know yeah so, uh, i just wanted to freaking punch somebody <laughs> well so this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart of course i know it is because you've got your little site just humans i do i do justhumans.com is a site that does captcha but rather than you typing in uh weird letters it has it shows you a, a set of six pictures and it says you know click the uh the duck or whatever and uh, so you click the duck, and that that proves that you're a human. Now, granted, statistically, that's far e more easily broken than weirdly drawn letters. Uh, there's there's a lot less permutation in that. But at least it takes the the edge off of the 99% of uh, captcha abuses that would have happened. Is is what uh, I found with that. This is near and dear to my heart. But when when you look strictly at the question. I, it's it's hard to come up with a better answer. However, I will say what the what the industry is not doing is is not looking at the right question. 
the question of whether or not you're a human is, is important, but you don't need to answer that in one transaction. Why can't you answer that in a whole number of transactions over time? Uh, why can't your fingerprint, the, the, the fact that I just authenticated with uh, other sites and other sites seem to think that I'm a human, why can't that somehow be harvested with, with uh, you know, in this case, Twitter, when you're trying to log in? Right. Uh, Twitter sees that account probably from that same IP address. You just happen to forget your password. Why isn't there just a, a algorithm that, that allows that IP to be a bit more lenient. Yeah, I agree. It's coming I agree from the same, you know, I've the logged same into browser. that site 600 times sure. right, in the last, you know, or I've authenticated, my user account is authenticated from that, my right, IP so, address. And, and so yeah, why doesn't that count for something? That should count I, for something. Right. It's, it's, it's one thing if somebody's trying to log into it from, you know, China. Sure. Uh, then, I, you know, I would submit that if you are if you are in china that i should get a challenge even if i put in the right password yeah right because sure. yeah here's a we see you're coming from a spot we don't recognize you know you haven't ever been here before are you really who you say you are yeah well, that's that's a good that's an interesting point. But there's there's lots of other things that they can do. For example, they can switch the order and say, this time we're look we're looking for a word. This time we're you know click a picture. This time align this arrow with that one. This time yep. tell me the answer five plus five. It seems that kind of a variance would would significantly fix the problem. Yep. Um, so if I can't get you through some strange word let me let me play a sound file for you and you tell me whether or not that's a chicken or a duck yeah you know or something just tell like me that. what I, so you know you play a wave file and it says you know your name is whatever and you and i have to say what it said or sure. whatever you right know? right um right or, or yeah i mean the point is they they just need to be able to change technologies it seems like uh the the one test that was put up there, it's essentially a Turing test to say whether or not I'm human or a computer, was put out there. And then a whole bunch of hackers from all over the place decided to engineer responses for those tests. And they've very handily defeated them in a lot of, a lot of cases. So right. there are some very simple things that can be done to, to vary it. Uh, you know, and, and I, th I think it is look beyond just what input inside some text box, a guy happens to be typing. Yeah, I um, agree. I agree. I like your ideas of, you know, it's fine if you ask me to enter something, make it simple, Yeah. but vary it widely. Yeah. Um, you know, make it something that I can easily see, easily understand and not, you know, some English word that's bent, you know, at a 45 degree angle right. so that I really can't see the word at all. Yeah, and then it has no contrast and all these kinds of crazy right. monkey and businesses. They've, and they've they got, you know, they've got yeah. all kinds of effects on the image to, yeah. you know, dilute it or whatever. Oh, it's just well, it's annoying. So, so this this opens up a uh, a I would argue a brilliant opportunity. So clearly there was reCAPTCHA that came in and they did something brilliant. They took yep. a whole bunch of old books and they scanned them, especially parts of the books that were. Uh, hard to interpret, and they started throwing those words up as CAPTCHA, and then if enough people answered in a certain way to a certain word, they assumed that that must be right. I mean, that's brilliant, because you're you're using the people to solve an actual world problem. 
Um, there are another, there's a whole nother set of problems that could be solved that are just brilliant, like brain dead simple on this. Like for example, all of the advertisers out in the world are clamoring for your attention. Here you are in a CAPTCHA context where you have rapt attention. In a matter of fact, you have a user that will jump through a hoop for you. So why not show three Toyota cars and say, click the RAV4 you know, pickup or, you know, just for product awareness or throw out, you know, eight uh, M&Ms and say, click the, the green M&M, you know, if there's a new M&M color or something like that. Like there's a hundred thousand things you can do. Watch a quick little video and answer. I mean, advertisers should be all over this. So how come this isn't, you know, how come there needs to be a startup that does this? Because That's this, interesting. Is a, this is a, just a huge problem. Yeah, um, that's a that's a. I hadn't thought about uh, the advertising angle at all. That's really interesting. So why not why not use manufacturers to sponsor it? It can be just subtle. All it is is product awareness. Absolutely. Just you know, prove, you, you're not you're prove not. You saw yeah. the ad. I mean, yeah, who, exactly. what, what advertiser wouldn't love that? What advertiser yeah. wouldn't like break down the door to get that? Yep. And to your point, I am. I'm trying to do something. It's important to me to do. Obviously, yeah. because I'm sitting here staring at this right now. I'm staring at recaptcha, um, and so I'm obviously willing to go through some amount of pain. Yeah, um, you have so, a vested interest in 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 entering the thing, adding the comment, do whatever you're trying to do. You have yep. this vested interest and this this focused attention. So if you if you show somebody, even if it's a still ad, show them a still ad and and say, you know, well, what is the point of this? Or, or just your Nike, you know, the yeah. you want the person to say, just do it, right? Type yep. in, just do it. I mean, come on. The, yeah, exactly. These kinds of you can awareness have a, just things. rotating slogans and gotta, logos. Yeah, yeah. it's got yeah. so so to me this is horribly, horribly broken. And it's it's calling for an answer. And really what it's calling for are, I would argue, a number of creative solutions to it, not the, the, you know, age old, very horribly drawn characters. And you have to type the, no, you gotta, it's got, it can include that, but it's sure. gotta change. It's gotta yep. be a wide variety. And I would argue, you know, especially for mobile advertising, which does not work, right? You get iads yep. on your iPhone and, and all these, these mobile advertising doesn't work. That is the perfect place for this here. You've got a mobile handset. It's got a 3d capability. It has accelerometers. It has like all these things. And, and you could like, you know, even make it be a little game, you know, sure. you want to, you want to enter this thing. Okay. You got to, uh, you know, roll this ball through the, through the hoop or whatever it happens to be. I mean, yep. there's a thousand things you can do and that's such a ripe field, but it comes down to building a platform that allows creative people to come up with creative answers to that question and then implement them in the real world. And that, yep. and there is a, there is a chasm, a divide there. The company that's, straddles that divide will absolutely make a killing they will be yep. the company they will be the go-to company and for for a time you know potentially even the size of google in, in terms of their uh you know how, how big they could really scale that business yeah. anyway well, that, that's, that's just like re, just like recaptcha is done they've cornered the market there's yeah, absolutely a, right but it, yeah but it's horrible yeah so let's move on Right? Agreed. I mean, let's have a different solution. Let's have a better solution. Uh, yeah. Capture was great ten years ago. It's not great. It's right not now. anymore. Yeah, it's so hurting. And I, I'm, I totally agree with you. And and the next capture, I, I have to fill out. I might just, you know, blow a hole through my my screen with a <laughs> cannon. 
uh, I hate it almost, almost as much yeah. as I hate Flash. So that was, so that was my, so that was my pet peeve. What do you have? Uh, what do you have for us? Well, I got a ton. I got to say, uh, most of my pet peeves revolve around naming things. Yeah, um, I know this is a big one for oh you. Oh my, oh my. The, the, so people are calling them routers, right? These little devices that you use to get on the internet. You connect it into your your internet connection, and then yep. you it it you know you have wireless, and all your computers are online. This is not a router. You don't add routes to it. It's not something that routes packets. It's instead it's an access point. It's a it's a NAT device, and it's a uh, you know sometimes it's a it's something similar to a modem, although it doesn't modulate and demodulate all right. wrapped into one. That's what it is. Okay. So I've been sitting there banging my head against, well, what should we call it? You're not going to call it a router. What are you going to call it? Uh, there, it's really majorly a NAT device. It's something that takes IP addresses and changes them or network yeah. address. I think they call it, I think they call it a router because it's something that everybody uh, you know, it's an English word that everybody understands. Everybody you seems know. to know yeah, but, but, it, it but just, even though it's not what it's even though it's not what it says it is, we know that it doesn't. You know, I can't go and configure routes and route things this way and route things that way. But I think that's why that word has it is stuck. It is, but and and the other the other word I might use or words is a is a you know a terminal access point or or a you know some some kind of yeah, network term. access point network access point, access like, point sure sure you know, because like, that's much more technically accurate and here's here's the root of the problem it's not necessarily just router the problem is when people don't name things what they actually are it just adds to this confusion microsoft was very guilty of this for a long time the, like they're the whole lingo of you know go save it on the network yeah. You, you don't save yeah. it on the network. You right. save you, it on a server. The network is right. a highway. It's a way to get to the server, but it is not a stopping place. And 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 just to, to bang on that one once more, the whole name cloud. I mean, what are you saving things in the cloud? What do you what do you mean the cloud? The cloud right. is no different from just a server. Yeah. It's, the it's cloud not, is the cloud is the cloud is the network, right? Yeah. I mean it's it's uh, that drives me crazy. Where every it's you get these buzzwords where um, everybody sort of gloms onto them, yeah. And and it's like, okay, well, let's talk about that. It's because, a cute new way to say the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, you could uh, and we were talking about this prior to the show, but you could make the case that what we're doing today is no different than what they were doing with green screens and uh, you know and a big honking mainframe yeah. you know, 25, 30 years ago, it's the same, you're doing the same kinds of things. Yeah. I'm working, I'm actually, you know, I've got a device I'm that's in front of me that's the user interface, but everything I'm doing is happening on a server somewhere else. And uh, I'm right there with you on the cloud thing. So the, let, me, let me tell a quick story. So back in the day, um, I, I grew up at a, a high school and they had a, uh, it was a, a DEC PDP-11, a little mini computer. And there were all these serial lines that went throughout the school. So you could have those little green screens at, at all the different buildings and you could type in. A lot of it was really just accounting software they were using. Uh, computers were too expensive to have in all the buildings. So you had this remote line to it. Uh, in that in that case, the network was very important. You had the, it was just serial wires, but it was it was still a network. And you had all these ways to get back, tunnel back to the main computer. Um, and then the uh, the the personal computer came out, and that started not being networked really at all. And everybody had their own little 
uh, computer at their own little desk, and then they would shuttle around discs or, or in some cases, tapes. It just depended. Um, and then later on, the network came back, but it was, it was really still this sort of secondary thing. It was never the, the most important thing. And, and operating systems tended to reflect that. Uh, Mac OS X or Mac, Mac wasn't uh, OS 9 or whatever it was before OS X. And uh, Windows back in the day, I mean, do you remember Novell Netware and the uh, IPX stuff? Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was, that was a huge I – w- I did a ton of work on Netware 312 and yeah. Netware, Netware 4. Yeah. yeah, sure. You had to like you, – you, know, you put a, a new card in your computer. You had to recompile – you had to relink the driver to actually to with the settings that you needed to make it work on the token ring land. It was unbelievable. Right. Like the stuff you had to do. Anyway, it, it migrated uh, to a point where the smarts was really on your desk and the network was only there to move information around more, more recently with the, with the internet uh, you, desktops have retained and gotten much, much better with their, with their ability to compute. But really what they're doing is being visual presenters for this information that now exists on the internet and you have all these devices that are out there and and uh the the importance of the network has just grown and grown to the point where now if you had a pc a standalone pc with no connection to the net it would be significantly less useful to you than it is with the net and so now we're we're using all these new terms like cloud and all to describe what is essentially just a server and we've gone back to that right but in the end of the day i think the the split somewhere towards 50 50 or not really you can't really you can't really say 50 50 it's really a you know a big data warehouse in the in the uh you know server farm split away from a really high-end display device be it your your computer your iphone whatever it is um so that whole sort of a sort of a a structure it started that way it flipped totally inverse and then now it's right back to the way it was albeit all all fronts have moved significantly forward in in uh, sophistication sure Um, yeah yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. So what else? What else is on your list? What oh else my do we word! Have on the list? A million things. FTP. Why are we still using FTP? Is that still? <laughs> so this is a the FTP. For those who don't know, is a, a very very old protocol. It is everything is done in clear text, which means you send your password and your username, your credentials in clear text. This is still being used. I interacted with a web developer this morning, who asked me for FTP information for the site. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, they ought to be punched in the face. Well, I, it's not their fault. It's it's this perpetuation of all these uh, right. uh, online, uh, you know, you hosted here websites that that take everything via FTP. It's yeah. it's just it's beyond me. I have no idea why they do it. Another another thing that really I mean, this will be the last one, so I'll let you get a word in edgewise. But um, the other thing that's really been uh, uh, angering me of late is passwords. Not necessarily uh, it's all these sites out there uh, that use passwords, and I've I've millions of passwords, lots of passwords, and. I I come to a certain site and my passwords have some similarity with each other in some way. Right. So when I come to a site, particularly a bank site, where they require that you have some pattern 
Like yep. they require that you have at least one uh, uh, capital letter or a yeah, number or whatever. Yeah, and then a number and then, right. you know, so many All characters. Of these, they're trying to do these things to make the password, uh, you know, more random. But at the end of the day, really, if you think about it, what it's doing is creating a, a playbook for somebody who's working a password scheme against you to to significantly cut down the corpus of, of potential passwords that there are. And it, what happens for me is if it starts to violate some of my rules, I end up having to switch rules to a different thing just to satisfy their really limiting thing. What they're trying to do is expand the base. And I'm sure to some people who don't use very tricky passwords, uh, you know, they may not have, uh, you know, for example, a dollar sign in their password or something. Sure. Um, but if you, if you then require that, and that's not something somebody else might not do, but their password is significantly secure, then you're making the whole thing worse. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, yeah, some, because you're you're creating a pattern where a, par- a pattern didn't necessarily exist. Right, exactly. So like yeah. you, you know And I feel the same way about uh this and I'm glad you mentioned this because this is one um where this is one of the things uh that drives me crazy is when you work on when you're at a corporate when you're in a corporate network and the the network administrator has a password policy where you have to change your password every 30 oh, days or something. Shoot it, me now. Yeah, just absolutely end it. Golly. I just want to be dead. And then they keep the last, you know, five passwords you yeah, did. Yeah, so you can't change it back. So what people end up doing is, you is know, they, one, they two, write their three, they four. write their password <laughs> yeah, on right. a post-it and put it under their keyboard oh, because they can't remember it either. Sure. And, and why, and, why you would know, you? What you what human would? Right, you know? and so you can't, and and they'll have well, it's got to be eight characters, and you've got to have a capital letter, and you've got to have some non-alphanumeric thing. Yeah, and you, and oh, by the way, you've got to change it every thirty days. Well, nobody can remember that many passwords. Yeah, sure. And so you inevitably end up forgetting it, or you write it on your thing, you know, and ah, oh, it just makes me crazy. It, it's it's so so. In order to come up with those policies, they must do some sort of a. Uh, I, I can understand back in the day, people didn't know the value of a, of a good random password, but nowadays, I, I'm sorry, if you don't understand that you're fit to be, you know, all your money stolen from your bank account. I mean, what do you think? Come on, you know? Yeah. So I- at this point, they must be doing some kind of a, uh, analysis on passwords that are being used in the system and deciding that. Okay, if we have them change it every 30 days, if it's any less than that, we get more password, you know, reset requests and, and uh, you know, we cause more work for ourselves versus the work that we would have if some guy from the outside figured out via social, social engineering or otherwise your password and has now done something nefarious within our system. And yeah. now we've got to clean it up. So, so. It's either that doing that nefarious stuff is so hard to clean up and so much of a breach that it just obliterates every uh, every other concern about uh, having to change the password every 30 days and then having uh, incurring some enormous support loads. Either that or they didn't do that calculus. Yeah, I can't I can't understand it. I mean, I get what. Uh, I get what the intent is. It, it to me, it feels like a, a lot like CAPTCHA, where it's the, the intent is great, but the execution is poor. Yeah, 
where you, I mean, why not have a challenge response system that augments it so that you can keep the same password, but periodically you get, you know, a, a question pops up that says, we want, we're going to verify who that you are, who you say you are, or you use, you know, RSA, obviously before we talked to, we yeah, had a like show about RSA, or whatever. but yeah, just two factor authentication. Yeah. Um, Two factor, you know, it's it, it's it's pretty secure because it's it's out of channel. It's it's real right. good for those who don't know the, the you're carrying around this little uh, key fob type thing that has a little LCD display that shows what looks like a random number, which changes once a minute, and it's actually predictable by the by the system the system can tell what your key fob should have so essentially what it does is when you go to type in your password you type your password in and you type in that number on the key fob and it proves that if you are the guy that stole the password you also stole the key fob right, right? which is much much less likely to happen okay so so yeah, normally it's if that just does happen guy. one would hope that the employee is called yeah would say yeah, something about it right? would say something about right. it um, but yeah. of course that i'm sure that doesn't happen i'm yeah, sure i think i think the 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 thing that could really help here that it seems to be the the overriding uh thing in this this episode here is use more than just the uh the the pieces that are that are most obviously available like don't user and password okay that's 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 fine and all but if you always see me coming from safari on a mac from such and such an ip and there's a good chance it's probably me yeah, I mean, either that or somebody's sitting in somebody's your house. Somebody's sitting in my house, right. right? So use more of the use more of the fingerprint. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, allow me access until things start looking crazy or yep. looking whack, and then start clamping down. Are you sure you are who you say you are? And you know, do an email uh, check or something. And one, one of the ideas I had w- when creating a new site was to not assign a password. Just yep. allow the person to log in using their email. So if mm-hmm. you have to authenticate them, you send them an email and right. then they click on the link and that's how they get into the site. Yeah. Um, that of course shifts the, 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 uh, the responsibility onto whatever the email client is, uh, is using. So, so maybe that's not so great, but maybe it is another type of a two factor. Cause in a sense, that's what the email check is. It is a two factor because yep. you've got your password and you've typed it in or whatever. But if you also check a, that email box and can click on the link in the yeah. same session, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I agree. And I think so. that there's, there should this idea of having more using more intelligence and, you know, okay. So if I'm normally hitting your site between eight and five every day, but yeah. all of a sudden I'm on, on at three two. in the morning. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hello? It doesn't mean that yeah. it, that it's not me, but I sure expect you to ask about sure. it, you know, sure. and use, we've got all of this information, you know, everything about what I'm doing and how I'm using your product or you yeah. should. So use that and use yeah. that as a way to figure out if I am who I say I am rather than just the simple, what we did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And you know, the, another thing that comes to mind, another two factor is, uh, is, uh, SMS on a cell phone. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Anyway, so there's, so there are some ideas out there. I mean, if you're going to start a, uh, if you want to start a company, if I were starting an internet company right now, I might just solve that that captcha issue. I mean, it's yep. it really somebody needs to do it. It's such a, in my opinion, low hanging fruit, and it's really ripe for disruption at this point. It really yeah, needs and to it's happen. one of those things. It feels to me like one of those things that everybody's kind of like ho hum. We have captcha. You know, everybody's not paying attention oh, to. They're it. not exactly. It's like it's, it's not like sexy. Search. It's not you right. Know, it's, it's like not. search back when Google came out, and then yep. we had Lycos. You know, who needed Google? 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. But all of a sudden, there was a much better solution. Yeah. And, oh, why don't I use that every day instead yeah. of instead of this other one that doesn't work? Yeah. It seems like you know mining information. Now, that's, there's a great deal of information in this fingerprint of the user. Okay. There's the the browser that they're using, the OS, the the IP they're coming from, the username they think they have, the the other two factor type things that they've clicked through. There's lots of stuff there. But gosh, the the enormous just just you know pot of gold is the is all the the marketing that that can power this yeah and make it so that it pays for itself day one yeah i mean it just it, it boggles the mind that nobody has done anything on this right now anyway that we'll leave that we'll leave that to one of our our listener entrepreneurs to uh to disrupt absolutely uh, <laughs> absolutely either that or we'll do it absolutely that sounds good. Outstanding. Well, thanks every, thanks for listening. You can check us out online at 353rd.com and check us out on iTunes, 353rd. Leave us and, a comment. Absolutely. Please do. Uh, we love hearing from the listeners. And we're also on Twitter at, at 353rd. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.